This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Sefarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Yeah, good. Okay, so I'm driving. Fine. The, um, okay, so we're holding it here, Perik of Dalit. I'm going to... You hear me? Yeah, okay. I'm going to... Uh, it's, I'm going to skim through a little bit Haftalat because parts of it are very, very technical. So um, we'll, we'll, uh, um, we'll start. Perk of Dalat. Kva yedata miyone atchuna mashe krosa imi vavinoi soise mimashe koloi sasifa magisti la orach zman la haslum habiyon acher. So he said, you know, we've been learning over here um, astronomy. I didn't have a time to to um, expound on it, and now I'm going to. Basically, the basic structure of what he's going to do now is he's going to point out two extraordinary difficulties in astronomy as they understood it. It will go to show that Aristotelian um, physics is correct only in our world not in Shemayim. In other words, that any use of Aristotelian logic or, or, or physics, it does not, cannot apply to Shemayim, and, and uh, that's the point he's making. So we'll, we'll so basically, he says the way in which they describe the movements of Shemayim, let, 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 let's first sketch out what would have been ideal. According to Aristotle, all movements must be from a center point to a center point um, and, or to, uh, and or around the center point. There's no such thing as movement that's not shire to a center point. That, that's an Aristotelian axiom, and uh, it, it, that's what he believes. If you take, a, so that would lead you to believe that standing and watching the stars and the sun go, we would just see everything in one sweeping orbit around the earth, the way the moon is, the way the sun is, and, and all the stars, everything would go around the earth in a perfectly smooth orbit. There's a very big problem with that because if you actually look carefully at the stars, they don't. If you were to map out the movement of the stars night after night, you would come up with uh, um, erratic movements from the, from the different stars going different places. And so he says, so the, the solution that the astronomers proposed was either there are what they call epicycles, in other words, mini cycles within a cycle. So all cycles are circles, but some circles go around the, the, the Earth, and then there are circles, sort of little orbits that they do on their own, in which case, so the, so the net result, when we see it from here, is erratic. Or um, they, they 
they, they, they said it might be possible that some of the orbits are not around the center of the Earth. So imagine like a comet sort of orbits around something else and comes around at certain times. That way, the, some of the planets, some of the beings might also have these orbits. So it, the two types of motion that would answer the problems are either these epicycles or um, not uh, uh, not centered, um, non-centered uh, 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 orbiting. So he says both of these um, is are going to lead to um, they're going to lead to problems, to contradictions, to some very fundamental points. So, so he says, so what comes out is that, that it says if there's a shifting of an orbit, again, Aristotle's, one of Aristotle's points was that all motion is constant. And the idea that mo if, if, if we postulate um, smaller suborbits, other orbits, then basically the th in the big picture, the thing is shifting. It's not going in a central route. It keeps changing its position relative to the, to the orbit that it's going in. And that's something that's against what Aristotle said. In, in, in part of Aristotle's picture was that nothing in Shemayim changes its place. In Shemayim, everything is fixed. And therefore, the idea that that the, the the center of some of something could shift. Not that the object is is orbiting around a fixed circle, but that the circle itself can change places. That is something that's against what Aristotle postulated. And one of those, and, and one of his Talmudim said, it cannot be. That there's such a, an epicycle because there is it, it it's false because it leads to a contradiction of a much bigger postulate. For let me move the page. The Amma Mechuba El Kolmashe is Taiman Asheker, Zelema Mimitsius. Um, so he said, you, you're basically going to lead to a lot of falsehoods if you, if you postulate that, if you believe that there's such a galgal Okay, so I'm going to skim through the, the, the next few bits because basically he just goes through um, all sorts of things that will fall out. If you believe in that Galgla Hekif, which are such the things that Aristotle said, you can look at it at your leisure if you want. Um, 
then he brings down from Avocad that there's another, another they, they, they had another astronomy which wouldn't have this problem. He, he said um, that even if you say, if, if you don't have this Galgal Hekif, but you have Galgalim that are Yitzchutz Amerikas, um, orbits that don't go around the center of the world, you're also going to run into problem because Aristotle denied that hotly. Um, the the um, skip, skip to it. It's not a uh, lot, a lot of technical detail. That's not uh, something we went on today. We don't subscribe to it at all. Um, and then he says the. Um, let's go through a bit. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to skim down the whole bunch back. I said it, it just, it, it's very, very cumbersome. And, uh, he, he points out some other issues with the planets. Um, Okay, then he says, I, I don't, I'm, I'm using the, the uh, I, I, my meat's like page 311 on tap. I'm pointing out to all these flaws. I didn't see anyone who, who, who pays attention to it. And so on. Um, if you look at all these points that I've raised, if what Aristotle believes in nature is true, in Cain, in Galgal there is no such thing as these epicycles. There is no such thing as an orbit that does not have as its center point the center of the world. And so if those two things don't exist and we see that the stars have these strange orbits, we're left with the question, how is that possible? Um, is there any other way to explain this? The Yois Komash's Zohar, and if I let the Kitsashi Shari from the Yeah, the Kosha Kane, um, the Kosh can be Yois Komash's Zohar, the Talmius, Migalgal Sibu Vereach, the Toysets, and the Kudyoitis was my soil on the Hutsa Mexa Yoitse, Yibotseboy Mashimonic and Oxa Shashmahain, there's a Helic Echot. Um, so, so he says, So he says, basically, the information and the facts to where they are, we have that down, and the um, and and how that happens, we have no idea.
In other words, the Ptolemyus didn't, Ptolemy was somebody who gave me the facts. And basically, he said, this is where this star is at a certain time. He's a scientist. The philosophy that it can't be, that it doesn't go around the center, wasn't his field. So in other words, we're accepting Ptolemy for the facts, and the facts are the way he describes it. So these mini orbits are what we actually see. If you just trace these, these points, that you see these erratic orbits. He's not, his job as an astronomer is not to explain the philosophy of the particular movement. His job is to, to map out a route that portrays the truth. In other words, this is where you'll find a particular body at a particular time, period. And, and that's, that's, done, that's doing his job as an astronomer. He, he overlooked um, things in Aristotle's um, science. Since the truth is, Aristotle did not know these things. Science wasn't, was not complete these times. So he didn't even have, he didn't have all the facts down well. If he would have heard these facts, he would have either denied it because it doesn't fit the big picture that he has. And if, and if he would have found, if, if it would have been explained to him that this is, has to be, if he, if he, if he would have had to confront the fact as such, he would have had he would have been tremendously confused not knowing how to go. So he would have denied the facts as a starter, and it got to a point where he couldn't um, deny it. It wasn't, um, he, he, he would just be stuck. So I'm going to repeat what I said before and put it down. Anything that Aristotle spoke about within the confines of our world, that's logical extrapolation. And these are things that we understand the cause and effect. So each one gives birth to the next one. So anything within the world functions with the rules that he set down they conform to an overarching logic, and uh, they're exactly as he says. Anything a Shemayim person doesn't know. Just a little bit. So the little bit that we can grasp, that's what we know. But to say that we have a handle on heavenly bodies, we don't. So the Rambam Lishitosai, that any part of the celestial universe is something that is beyond us and is not part of our understanding and knowledge.
which by the way, again, we, we look at it strange, but we have a similar dichotomy when we say anything that deals from atomic particles and up is 100% logical in the way that we understand logic to be, in other words, in terms of motion and, and so on. Any particle smaller than a certain, it's, it, it adheres to a very, very strange set of rules that are not sensible in our understanding that comes from the bigger world, from the macro world. So here was the opposite. They understood the mini world of they didn't understand the, 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 the world of celestial beings. Now he says, and I want to express it in the words of Tehillim. means only understand Shemayim. Um, anything that's under Shemayim, that means within our realm, So being that this is part of our world, this is what HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave us to understand. Now, I just have a bit of a diok, and it's always hard to make a real diok in his words, but He's giving an explanation why it is that the things that are in this world, um, we understand and so on. So the Pashto explanation is that gave us a certain um, section of the, of the universe to, to, to Balbatva over, and this belongs to it. But he says, I, I think there's a deeper point over here. He says, In other words, just like an American can understand Americans because he's an American, and a, and, and a Frenchman can understand French people because he's French, he's of theirs, and so on. So too, um, since we are Arts people, anything that's within the realm of arts is to be understood because they're of the same nature that we are. Um, and to try and to push your mind to understand things that your mind can't understand. It's not part of their world, so on. It's, that's something which is, is insane. That a person should try to understand something that he cannot understand is, is, is insanity. There's a very interesting Rambam in Chagiga where he says that somebody says that somebody that thinks about things that are lamalo, lamata, and so on. Is Mara Kimishali Chasal Kvait Kainai. So everyone learns the Pasha that it's a lack of respect and so on. The Rama Pirisham Shnaya says that the Kvod Kono is a person's mind and or brain because they are of a divine nature. Now the Ramam says when a person tries to understand 
the things that are not understandable to him, what he ends up doing is distorting his brain. It's like you take um, a, a tool to try and to work with something that the tool is not fit to work with, you twist the tool out of shape. So, so it's, it's like when, it, when you take a screwdriver to head that doesn't, it's not fit for it, it'll wear it out and so on. So, so when a person thinks about things that he's incapable of understanding, he's never going to understand, but his mind is going to become shut. And therefore, it's, it's like he's not the, the, um, the only one that can, can, uh, can understand it is someone that's a pina of pale pale In other words, the things that are within our realm, within our world, things that are beyond our world, the only revelation works, and it's a revelation of the type of pale pale where there's no seeker uh, whatsoever to the things in this world. Um, you know, maybe somebody does have an answer to things I've said. Um, so the um, basically he says the um, I, I've I've explained to you as far as I I, I got to these things and that's that. Pretty much the Rambam is finished now with his astronomy. He's going to speak about he's going to start going in Indian that Kabbalah Olam and and I got and and Guzmois and I got it. There's the few more prokim that he deals already with different topics. But they're branching out from this, the, the points they tried to make. But by and large, he, he's, he's finished with these uh, in, 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 in terms of the astronomy of his. Okay, we'll hold it over here.